90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Look at that, we're back. I'm Sharon. Hey, that's Adam. That's Kelly. How you guys doing? I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam is here and ready to roll on the holiday episode. Sharon, it seems like we've got a busy one, that is for sure. Oh, that's true. We are near the end of this year, and Denzel Washington is putting it out there that he may or may not be looking for a challenge, but it better be good. Okay. (laughs) I'm thinking he is looking for a challenge. We'll talk about that. We'll also tell you which TV pioneering producer um, wants to stick with his baby till it turns 50. That's me. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) We're also going to tell you who's talking more about Spice Girls reunion than we are. So why don't we start there? Okay. All right. You know who it is? You know who's talking about the Spice Girls reunion? Reunion more than 90s now. That's me. That's him. <laughs> no, it's the Spice Girls themselves. What? It's true. They uh, Well, Mel C was just on the Ellen DeGeneres show the other day uh, without Ellen DeGeneres. It's sort of, and that's a whole sidebar, by the way. How Ellen, does that happen? Yeah, she's doing her final season or her farewell season or whatever, and she's got guest hosts at times. Which, again, I, I don't begrudge her the need for time off or whatever, but... I don't get it at the same time. Suck it up on the last season, Ellen, is what we're saying. (laughs) You've got the rest of your life. Anyways, it was Howie Mandel that was sitting in uh, for Ellen DeGeneres, and Sporty Spice was on. Mel C was on TV. Mm -hmm. And uh, saying that the Spice Girls have to get back to the U.S. because the fans are so great. And I'm sure that she meant North America when she said U.S. That's what I'm going with. So that it would include Canada, Spicy. (laughs) Uh, so will they? Will they? Of course, we, we want to know because we keep on hearing teasers about them getting back together and doing their thing all over again. And what she says was, and I quote, I really hope so. We're talking about it. We're talking about it constantly. It was always the plan that they did those amazing stadium shows a couple of years ago. And she referred to those as the best thing they've ever done. Creative was incredible. She said they had the best time. So for some perspective on uh, where they are as a unit of women who have history, which is fancy talk for there has been fighting. (laughs) That's one way to put it. (laughs) Women with history. Um, She says all those wounds are healed. She said thinking that parenthood, becoming moms, that they have a newfound respect for each other. And now they're a little bit older. She said, especially after 2019 uh, and the shows that they did, which includes Victoria, even though she wasn't on stage with them, she says she was very involved with that show um, and that they have more love and respect for each other than they ever have. That's a big statement, and I'm happy to read it. It's a great statement. And she sounds awesome, by the way. I forgot how cool Mel C sounds just verbally talking, because obviously you normally hear her singing, and that's the way. But when I heard her voice, I was like, you have a really cool accent, even though I know they're all from Britain. She yeah. has a cool one. Well, they all have different accents, too, because they're all from different parts. It's an amazing, mm-hmm. it's a, you know, it's a big enough country, but for such distinct accents uh, from, from one land. it's so true and she was like uh you know and and it's funny because i could tell it how he wasn't exactly versed on her career because you could tell he was kind of reading cue cards going and i understand you also do some solo work and she's like i do imagine it's like how do you not know mel c's an amazing solo artist as well so bring um, ellen back i know (laughs) to her own show ellen let's do the especially in december like doesn't she do her normal like 12 days of christmas or something well i guess not i guess (laughs) i guess not in the last season 
Well, interesting, too, in the approach of having someone that's maybe not as good as you do your show makes people really appreciate when you come back. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe she's yeah. trying to gun to get re-signed for seasons 20 through 24. Oh, man. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, probably not. But you know out. who I think would have been, who, who has done a great job is when Jennifer Aniston hosted. Because she was a little off the rails, but that's great. Because, like, you expect her to be a bit like, Well, yeah, you don't have an expectation of her to be a talk show host, even though she's come off of uh, two solid seasons of The Morning Show. That's what I, that's what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Did you finish your, your season two there, Adam? Because Sharon and I have, right? No, I haven't. But um, my most recent date and I, if I can call it a date, wink, wink. That's the sound effect for wink. Wink, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's on our uh, to finish list. We've Ooh. both we both uh, started it, and uh, we've, we're going to have a few days off during Christmas time. So uh, that's cool. Let's talk about it when it we come back, Francais? January. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. We watched it okay. in English, okay, original great. language only in my household. <laughs> There's rules at Adam's household. That's what I'm we, hearing. We shouldn't go over, Sharon, is what he's telling us. <laughs> I do have this uh, bad habit of always putting on subtitle, subtitles, though. Even though, like, I'll watch it in English and I'll put some English subtitles on top of it. You know I, what? I, and no offense. I think that's generational. You think? Because I think that people your age do so many things at once that they can have a show going hmm. in the background. Might be. That they're doing something else over here that they might be, you know, texting someone or messaging or gaming or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not saying that all you're doing is on-device stuff, but there's that multitasking approach to uh, getting stuff done that if you have a show on, if you look yeah. up for a second, it's easy to catch up when you can see the dialogue. But you know what's the downside of it? Well, well downside, I still do it. <laughs> but I watch a lot of sitcoms uh, as well. Yeah. And there's a lot of jokes you know, <laughs> and oh my God, how often does it happen that I see the joke? I, I see the subtitle. It's there. The joke uh. hasn't been said yet, but I see the subtitle there and I just started laughing <laughs> even before the joke happens on TV, right? Is it just me or? Well, I don't do subtitles because I find any time that I'm, I mean, I'll watch a film that has subtitles if that's the deal. Yeah. But I find all I'm looking at is the text, so I miss a lot. Me like, too, mm, Sharona. You miss and a lot it drives of me stuff. bananas because the better half loves subtitles. And for some reason lately, I've just I didn't ha- I don't have enough energy to fight her on it, so I just <laughs> let it happen. But the only thing that I find funny with subtitles is that depending on like if it's a scene change or something, like that's the part where it's funny because there was a show, and I think I've told Sharon to watch this show, and I, I don't think you've done it yet, but it's Gentleman Jack. And I never forget this subtitle as there was like a scene change, and it was like, jaunty music is playing. And <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm like, <laughs> whoever says jaunty music? Yep, we've seen that one. <laughs> jaunty, jaunty is such a, like it's a word that really fully describes the music, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Like, a, a, you feel your shoulders immediately yeah. be jaunty. <laughs> like I'm perky all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If only we had some jaunty music to get us into trivia mode. Oh, wait a minute. We do? We do? 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. So fully into the second deck of cards. And by the way, I was at the winners over the weekend. And I, I know. And what's winner? Is winners Marshalls? What is that in the States? Yeah. Winners is Marshalls. Yeah. 
So they often have like the fun puzzle area or whatever. And so I always look because sometimes they have trivia cards and, and calendars and all that stuff. So I was actually looking for um, more 90s stuff should there be stuff because now I'm into our second and final pack of 90s questions. So Uh-oh. even though I probably have like 100 questions, we're probably good for several weeks. Um, I'm always on the lookout. And so uh, today's cards are brought to you by Hobbies, Toys, and Games. Fun. And also pop culture. And so question number one, and as we've discussed many times before, uh, sometimes the fun cards have fun ways of getting us to the question. And Jauntyisms. So Jauntyisms, <laughs> exactly. And so I will read the full question because it's really ridiculous. Question number one, in which year was the first slammin apostrophe, Harry Potter book released? Adam. Adam. 1998. Ooh, no. Sharon. Oh, I'll take it. Uh, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> 1999. Oh, you guys are both over. It's 97. 97. Darn it. Ugh. Really, eh? Yeah, 97. Which seems like incredibly long ago now to me. Yeah. yeah. Just because of Harry Potter, because I keep thinking that's like an 04 thing. So, anyways. I, re- I remember prob- the first time I read the Harry Potter novels, I went to the library with my mother. And nice. we're just looking for random, you know, uh, books to read. So I pick Harry Potter up, having no idea what it's all about. And so I pick it up. We go to the register to read it. And the cashier goes, oh, you're you're pretty young to have read Harry Potter 1 and 2. You're already at the third one. Congrats. Oh, wow. And I was like, what? This is what? I was like, yeah, there's Harry Potter 1 and 2. You have the third book. That's the one you're wanting to buy. And I'm like, oh, I haven't read the first one. She's like, well, let me show you to the very first one. So thank you, cashier, for... Um, that, that's cool. That moment. I would have been pretty lost reading Harry Potter 3. I think that's what comes from working at a bookstore, too. Working in a store like that where people are uh, meeting and ch- getting to chat with like-minded individuals, you know? Yeah. Like that great conversation that comes up between strangers and, and a child. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably eight years old at the time, but so yeah. good thing, though, you know? Like yeah. she was complimenting a young person with a, a strong reading and ability. And she was wrong. Well... <laughs> She you tell was, her, Adam. Yeah. yeah. She can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the, Question there goes the holiday two. spirit. <laughs> yeah. Merry there Christmas. There goes our PG <laughs> rating. <laughs> um, Question number two comes from the pop culture category. Uh, here we are. So which magazine, or which American magazine, rather, is credited with starting the Take Your Daughter to Work Day initiative? Sharon? Go, Sharon. No, I'm going to guess Forbes. No, but that's a that's a good try. I, I went busy. Your efforts. Thank you, you did. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um Adam? I'm going to go for McLean's. Oh, also great, but also oh. terribly wrong. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> not just wrong. I think you should get points for being terribly wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh so the answer is according to the slam and card, um Miss MS Period. Oh, never Ms. heard magazine. Of it. Ms. Magazine Ms. was yeah. started by uh, Gloria Starnum, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh, Ms. that I did not remember. Because yeah. it was, uh, you know, women's lib, and it it was the Ms. Owning your individual. I like female that. spirit. But it's funny when I, you know, when they give you the option when you're filling out like bank forms or whatever, and it's like, like M I S S, you know, M S whatever or yep. Mrs. whatever. Mm-hmm. I always pick Miss, like M I S S. You want to know why? Why? <laughs> 
Uh, well, A, I think it looks cooler, but really the top reason is because I'm like, ooh, like Miss Jackson if you're nasty. So Miss Alexander if you're nasty. <laughs> oh, nice one. We should have guessed that. That's a good one. <laughs> I really thought Sharon was going to get that one. We could have. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I um, I recently received a, a form letter after a, a, a transaction at my um, car dealership. Were you a madam? No, uh -oh. uh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't. It sh the email shouldn't have come to me. Okay, it was presumptuous, and I told them so. It was great, uh, <laughs> but the re the tip off for it being a form letter was uh, a. It was signed by somebody else, but the email address was a different person, and <laughs> they didn't. It starts with, "Hi Highland." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! So they forgot the Miz or the Miss or my first name, which would have been good. Even if they said hi, Sharon Highland, I still would have known it was a form letter. But hi, Highland, and my name in caps. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, how endearing. Let's see how this goes. Uh oh. Oh my god! Didn't go well for them. I'll no, say that. that. Has made my day. And actually, it's funny you brought that up because I was just telling Adam before we started recording that um, I got. Um, paperwork today from our employer mm -hmm. uh, with regards to, I guess, in case we have to go into another I totally lockdown. know what you're going to say because I got Lo the same yeah, letter. Lockdown situation. <laughs> so it's the, it's the we're essential services, whatever. Yep. And so mine <laughs> started out with like, uh, you know, you know uh, Kelly Alexander, blah, 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 blah. But then, then they had the kind of like <laughs> his, her thing. He, and she, then it just went to his. So <gasps> really? I'm his. Oh. And I'm like... And I get that Kelly is a unisex name, but I really think like they could have just checked that out. Well, I'm like, going to check mine because I laughed out loud when I read he, she is da 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 da. <laughs> I'm like, he, she? Is that a thing? Yes, it is a thing, but shouldn't yep. it be they? Right. Or, or take yeah. a moment. I mean, there's thousands of employees, so I get that they can't go bloop, bloop, but yeah, but, but maybe they can because it's every building's responsibility to, to uh, send the letters out. So instead of he, she, maybe just she, <laughs> or maybe my name, maybe just the name instead of a, a yeah. you know, a, a gender reference. Or maybe keep starting with he, she, and then just go to he like mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally going to check mine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because yeah. it was further down that it – I don't even know why I kept reading, to be honest, but that's where it, it's kept to the he, and I was like, this is great. So, um, anyways. <laughs> At Because I was... just had this thought. I was like, let's say I do get pulled over by the cops. Like, and, I mean, I'm assuming, like, in our situation, it's, you know, a French province, so I don't think a French policeman would necessarily catch it. But I'm like, are they going to think I'm, like, scamming? Because my, my uh, driver's license says female, clearly. So <laughs> You hold your you hold the letter for them to read it and hold your thumb right <laughs> right before the he, so it looks like you're covering the S. <laughs> Thanks, Sharon. I know you, you'd be the, the, the best break-out-of-jail person. I'm sure you'd bring me <laughs> some sort of file to get out of there in the case. Don't call a lawyer. Call Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one challenge if I could segue into another challenge. Shakespeare. Who's nice. in? Who's in? Everybody? Everybody? I'm in. Nobody? Okay. Um, well, it was the tragedy of Macbeth, the mm -hmm. uh, new movie that Denzel Washington uh, was at and talked about how uh, he's all about the challenges. That at this point in his career, he says... I'm in the yellow leaf of my career, to be quite honest, looking to do other things. So as far as acting, it's going to have to be an extreme challenge for me to be interested. Jeez. Like, wow. Uh, but he went on to say, I've been talking to one or two top directors in the business, and we're talking about maybe doing something. There's not much left for me to do as an actor. Maybe Lear, end quote. Oh. 
Oh, so I'm guessing he means King Lear? I guess so. <laughs> but, you know, here's the thing, like, you know, and I guess Sharon and I, and I, and Adam can speak to this too, like, I I feel like I can clearly say this for all three of us. Like, like we love being on the radio, right? So it never gets old for me, even though I've done, you know, the same shift forever and, like, all that. Like, it yeah. never gets old for me. So I can't imagine being this award, you know, winning actor and just finally be like, eh, I'm over it. Like, yeah. <laughs> there has to be something. Like, I, I mean, to keep wanting to go back. And then, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, that shocked me, especially coming from Denzel. But I think that's the thing. The point is that once we start losing the spark of interest of being here, whatever the job, that's when mm-hmm. you start to think, okay, well, I got I to gotta figure something out, whether it's making a complete change or, you know, just enjoying the rest of your life not working, right? But but it sort of goes without saying. It, it sounds cocky at the same time, too, which I think is kind of typical Denzel. And no disrespect, he's very good. Yeah. So, you know, own the cocky all you want. <laughs> it's, it's, there's some cockiness that comes around with, um, you know, those last namers, too. Like, yeah, maybe I'll do Lear. Yeah. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Do that. <laughs> so yeah. You're so right, though. That's right. Like With that last name business, like yeah. that means you're you're floating on the high end of things or you think you are. And it's funny, too, because, like, we are sporty people. I play softball. It's been a couple of years, but, you know, COVID, whatever. Um, but there's that vibe, too, where people call you by your last name. And I think yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes me feel young. Yeah, yeah. That never or, happened Or just to me. High Highland. No? We do that, too. That's, <laughs> Dear Highland, Hi Highland, have we got a letter for you. No one ever called you by your last name, Adam? Nope. And it's funny because my younger brother... He plays, um, like, flag football and ultimate frisbee. And I went to a party at his place the other day. Well, the other day, a few weeks ago. And everybody, all his friends call him by his last name. So, and it was super weird for me because I would turn around every time because I was like, well, that's me. That's me. But no, it's never me. (laughs) But uh, no, nobody ever called me by by my last name. Interesting. But hey, it happens. People still love me. That's true. Well, I, I like to think that. I like how you're well, that's com- why we call you Little Adam. You're coming there to terms with it. <laughs> yeah. People still love me. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, hey, let's uh, continue the cheesy segues from still loving it. Lorne Michaels brought uh, his baby to TV with his friends back in 1975, and he wants to see it through to when Saturday Night Live turns 50. And that's going to happen. 50th will be the... 2024 season, which, as I read it and say it, seems like it's next year, but it's not. It's, you know, two years away from two weeks from now. (laughs) Anyway, so we got some time here. Um, But um, executive producer extraordinaire, he's a dream maker for careers, just ask Jimmy Fallon. Uh, And he wants to stay behind the scenes and on top of the show uh, until that season. So to, to bring it to 50, he'll be 80 then wow which is amazing and i think he's i don't think i know from what he's been quoted as saying that he still cares a lot for saturday night live he said that he'd like to see it uh, through that he has a good feeling that um that it'd be a really good time to leave after 50 well also, do you think he'll actually pull the pin and do it though well <laughs> i think it's interesting too because he says he doesn't ever want the show to be bad and i think at that point even though there was that five-year window where he wasn't uh, the executive producer where he left for a time, um, I think he's it's his, and everybody right. knows it's his, that mm-hmm. it would, it'll, it'll be tough even at 80 for him to leave, but maybe he won't be that far. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll, you know, retire as a consultant 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's what they should do, like, I think, because I feel the moment you retire, unless you really have a plan of action, like, you know, you're going to do this, you're going to do mm-hmm. that, you're going to save the whales, whatever it is, mm-hmm. all the things that you plan to do take a very short amount of time, and then you're sitting around twiddling your thumbs. Yeah. It's true. It's, and yeah. then and then I usually find it's not long after that that you start to get sick, or you, you know, you hear stories of, like, oh, yeah, my dad retired, and, like, now he's got blah, 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 and blah, 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 like, yeah. I just think if you're that passionate, I think if you're, I think if you're a person that you could be at work or not, then I think you're probably okay to retire. But I think if you're a high performing individual, like he would be, there's Mm -hmm. no way he can just retire. There's no way. No, and it's true. And at this point of uh, our show being available to our listeners, uh, Lauren Michaels was just tributed at the Kennedy Center Honors. And I say just because it would have aired Mm -hmm. already and it was filmed three weeks before that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think the uh, the evidence of what he's brought to uh, entertainment to this point will be probably surprising to a lot of people who just know his name as an attachment to Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And cool that he's Canadian and cool yeah. as far as the Kennedy Center honors goes that he was uh, one of two Canadians honored that night, Joni Mitchell being the other one. Which was amazing. And I have to say, like, I love the metal thing. Like, they're so vibrant with all the different colors. Like, that award show always just sticks out to me because of that, that their metal with the, the crazy band that's got, like, what, six or seven colors on it? It's so, uh, it's distinguished. Yes, And exactly. they treat them well. Like, they, they really respect the arts. And the interesting thing about this year is that it'll be the first time in four years that a president will have uh, attended the oh, award yes. show. So. Things How are, great did Bette Midler look, though? She looked fantastic. Oh, my gosh. She's so good. She's just so sassy and good. I love her. Do you follow <laughs> her on Twitter? Because you should see when she gets going. Like, if she's got a cause in mind and she just she just gives her, I'll I've tell seen it. I'm just not a huge fan of Twitter just because it's so Twitter. Yeah. Because it's, it's so Twitter. <laughs> it's just so So negative. when I tag you on Twitter, you never get my messages, Sharon? Never. <laughs> I try to not go there. Everybody's negative and they're faceless, so they feel like they can shoot their mouth off more than any other platform, in my opinion. All righty. All right. Um, we've got uh, a couple of things to get to, not the least of which is a 90s rewind, but um, you'd sent a story for us to look at about a band that I swear to God I forgot about. <laughs> Because I sent them because you brought them up not that long ago. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like several months back you you talked about them. So I was like, oh, this will be something. I don't <laughs> so know. So it's not, it's not something for you, Sharon. <laughs> no, it was like, I don't remember. And and so we're talking about the, the boy band bros mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the drama that they've overcome. So it's been 30 years since they've been uh, regular features on the charts uh, with changing faces but then this article sort of went on to say that after this documentary that they put together on the band uh, in 2018 I'm like missed that uh, <laughs> I don't know how I missed that but I did I guess there's a lot of things I don't see and clearly that's one of them um, they were saying that in 2022 they're going to address making a new record possibly entertaining some of the offers that they've had to make another documentary i'm like another one what the heck is happening they said it was like therapy in front of the world the world i said i missed it <laughs> anyways um i guess i'm confused with right said fred i think uh. so and, and maybe and maybe they were confused maybe that's what you're thinking because i don't even remember bringing this up like since no no you for sure have mentioned them before a million percent yep well, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's this year, though, Keller. Maybe like... Well, may- maybe not, but you've talked about... And here's the funny thing is, like, I had a picture of these guys in my 
like grade seven locker. No way. Well, they are. They're cute. They're handsome. They've aged very yeah. well. And so we'll look forward to a second documentary or maybe the first if you have yeah. not yet seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. There, but you know what's funny, too, is in my locker, I also had Vanilla Ice, who I thought was extremely cute. I loved him. Well, he was. You know, you know yeah. why? Because if there's a problem, yo, I'll solve yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got things done. He did. Love that guy. Okay, so we are uh, nearing the uh, end of our time together. So our 90s Rewind is going to be simple. It's going to focus on one thing three times. You ready for it? Yep. Yep. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. (laughs) How about that? Love it. (laughs) That's enough. That's more than enough. Well, it's one thing three times because... we got it in 1994, that Christmas album, which is fantastic. The whole album's very good. It's Mariah. But it's this song, All I Want for Christmas is You, that uh, has now become the first song in Billboard chart history to have led in three distinct runs on the ranking. So, like I said, intro to 94, which we loved. I worked at a CD store at that time, so it was really cool to see that fly out the door every year. Um, but then it reached um, number one. Or sorry, the top 10 in 2017. But it was upon its 25th anniversary that we talked about it on this show. Hit number one, stayed there for three weeks, and then did it again in 2020. And now it's done it again in 2021. Crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. So that's why your 90s Rewind focused on one thing three times. And you know what? What? might do it again next year. Oh, I don't doubt it. And the one after. I, I love the song. It's just so exciting to hear it every time. And yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I have a problem. I don't trust somebody if they say they don't like that song. Something's wrong with you <laughs> if you don't like that song. Yeah, there's certain yep. things now that we have come to make very clear in 2021 that uh, <laughs> things are changing. If you tell me this, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I just wanted to give, a, because Sharon did such a great job with the Mariah Carey uh, situation, I must give a Mariah Carey update. Um, I believe she is safely ensconced. Uh, where she normally goes for uh, Christmas, which I believe is Aspen. Oh, so nice. I believe her and the fam jam are, are ready to go. Ensconced. Yep. And ready for Christmas magic as only Mariah Carey can do. No doubt. And uh, I know you're about to wrap the show, Sharon, but uh, because this is our last episode of 2021, um, I just would like to tell each of you uh, how much I appreciate and love you you both. And I'm so glad that we get to do the show together. And I wish you nothing but health and happiness um, for the rest of the holiday oh. season and into 2022. That's and you nice. are a blessing to me. So thank you. Hey, back at you, Kel. I love you, too. I love, love you, Adam. Love you, Kel. Love you, Thank Sharon. you for making this uh, weekly appointment so much fun to do. Everybody, we're going to be back in uh, 2022, ready to strike it in January. And thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.